0: Welcome to Imagine You. My name is Imogen Joyce and I am a Mindset Transformation Coach, NLP Practitioner and Personal Development Junkie. I am full of passion to inspire you to break the bad habits and create your life of success. This podcast, Imagine You, is all about showing you how your internal thoughts create your external reality. From all things mindset, manifestation and self-development, I hope each episode inspires you to become the best version of yourself and live the life you thought only imaginable. I am here to inspire, to share, and to get real. If we can all be in this together, then we will live a much happier world. I can't wait to hear what you think and to welcome you into the world of The Imaging Method. In this episode I want to talk all things manifestation. This is one of my favorite topics as I have worked so hard on it and it's something that I love and it's something that I'm so interested in and it is why I am a manifester today. It's also such a strong process in getting clearer on what you actually want and having that relationship of self-love and acceptance of yourself to know that you can get that. Okay, so firstly, what even is it? So it depends on your level of spirituality, how much you're into all this kind of stuff, how much you believe in the universe, all that kind of stuff. So, and you might be like, what are you talking about? But I am here to tell you everything I know and all things manifesting. So, manifestation is bringing something that you once desired, that you once thought in your mind into your tangible reality. So, you think it, you get it. It's absolutely not that simple, but that is a very basic way to explain it. So, there are definitely elements to manifesting that you kind of have to go through. Many people have you know, you've got different ways of doing it and putting it into their own routine. And to be completely honest, it goes deeper into your human design, but that is a whole different topic. If you know what your human design is, then that's amazing. It will help you on how to manifest and what is right to manifest for you. So manifesting is amazing because you get clear on exactly what you want. You are the decider of your life. You start to think, okay, what do I actually want? out of my life it's so interesting though because when I ask clients so many times what do you want majority of the time no joke they tell me what they don't want isn't it funny how the mind is conditioned so many times it's oh I don't want this and I don't want that but I'm always like but what do you want what do you want and it's just it's evidence that how our mind is conditioned to see the things that we don't want Well, that's what you're going to manifest into your life. So knowing what you want is the number one thing when it comes to manifesting. But it gets a little bit more confusing than that. Well, you know, not really confusing, but it's just understanding your subconscious mind and the thoughts and beliefs you have there. Because you manifest from your subconscious. You do everything from your subconscious your subconscious is 95% of what you do how you feel how you behave and that's why so many people in so many points in their life give up because they get to a point where they feel like they're not in control they don't know why they're acting certain ways they don't know why they feel a certain way it's not in their conscious mind so they aren't always aware And that's why I absolutely love the subconscious mind. I want to teach you so much about the subconscious mind because when you learn how to control that, you learn how to rewire that, that is when you control your life. And that is why I sing and shout about it and tell everyone I possibly can. So... In this podcast, I wanted to share some moments in my life that were manifested just to, you know, so you can see how it's done and what I might have been through. Some were intentional and conscious and some I had no idea what I'd actually done until like I kind of was looking back and was like, wow, I've actually really manifested that. That's amazing. So I will also say that everything is manifested. There's not a case of, oh, can I manifest or not? you are always manifesting. Always. Everything is manifested. Everything we do, everything we experience, the good and the bad. And this is also why I love mindset and manifestation so much. They literally go hand in hand. Because when you are in control of your subconscious and you can rewire and change your subconscious beliefs to the ones that you actually want, not the ones that you've either been conditioned with or ones that you've learned from other people when you were growing up, ones that you actually want to have, ones that serve who you want to be. And then you really can create your life because you are creating those beliefs that your mind is then on a default for and that you manifest from. So for me, something that was a really, really big manifestation was manifesting my dream job of performing on cruise ships. So I went to dance college, professional dance college for three years where I studied all styles of dance, musical theater, acting, singing, loved it. Like, oh my god, we walked around just in a ballet leotards, we never wore any shoes, just dancing all day. It was amazing. We had about six different outfit changes in the day because we wanted to wear different outfits for different lessons depending on what style of dance it was. It was just amazing. Um and I just really wanted to travel. I'd never really travelled before. Me and my family, I've got a huge family, and we our holiday, although it was amazing, was centre parks, absolutely obsessed with centre parks but we never went away together i've never been on a plane with my family crazy so i really really wanted to travel and for some reason my two dream places that i wanted to go i really wanted to go to la and travel around la i've always had the idea of living in la for a few months and also australia australia was a dream place i wanted to go just the beaches the beauty of it and on a cruise ship the idea of performing all these different shows that you have more than one show so I've done panto before I've been in other shows and it's incredible that when you just do that same show because I knew on a ship contract you're on the ship for about six or seven months so you actually have anywhere between four on one ship I had eight different shows so the idea of performing all these different ones I also really wanted and I just really dreamt of so without even knowing what I was doing I just always visualise myself like had this movie screen video in my mind of myself on a ship walking around in a cast uniform. Never even been on a ship. Have no idea what a ship looked like. No idea what a cast uniform looks like. I just created this uniform in my head, and I was just walking around in the ship. And I just remember walking by myself, but just being so happy and so content. And it's funny because when you hear about manifesting, okay, you hear about inspired action. And this is just an easy, easy story to, you know, explain the inspired action. So my inspired action was to go to every possible cruise ship audition I possibly could. And I did. I went to audition after audition after audition. And the thing is, it isn't the case of, You just, you visualise it, you know what you want, you visualise it, you do the inspired action, go to the audition and then you get the job. It's not that simple. But I just kept going and going and going. I was getting cut after cut after cut. I was getting no after no after no. Standard life of a dancer, performer, actor, singer. It obviously is very cutthroat, but it's something that you can't take to validate who you are as that profession. It can't validate you. You cannot let that because that's when it starts to affect you really, really mentally. But one thing I didn't change, no matter how many no's I was getting, no matter how many cuts, was I didn't change my belief. I always just saw the bigger picture. So no matter how many times I didn't make the audition, every time I got the no, I was like, okay, next one. I just still always saw and felt myself walking around in this uniform on this ship. And you know what is so weird like so weird when I actually got this job and got onto the ship my uniform no word of a lie was the same as what I saw in this visualization this like navy blue and it kind of had these white stripes um I don't know how to explain it I'm gonna say like Reebok vibes I'm gonna go for the Reebok vibes um like track suit basically and I was in this track suit in my visualization and then when I got to the ship and that was my uniform I was just like wow this is real so anyway as my belief continued while I was still auditioning I was getting closer and closer, I was getting there, I was getting closer and closer to the end and honestly it was about, it was like a week where every audition I was getting to the end and I just kept going and I kept believing and it was getting closer and closer and then it was the last two auditions that were a real change because I had Royal Caribbean which was doing the show We Will Rock You amazing such an incredible audition we learned a number from the we will rock you show um it was just so much fun and that one, I got to the end and there was about, I'm going to say 10 of us and it always, they just leave you and they're like, okay, we'll be in contact. So they either contact you, it depends on if you have an agent, they'll contact your agent. And then my second one was Princess Cruises, which we did a few different numbers in this audition because each number they would do a cut. All the numbers I absolutely loved. And then the last one, we had to put our Latin ballroom shoes on and we did this Latin sassy ballroom number, which i Oh my God, I absolutely loved. I was like, I'm living my fantasy in this room. And then that one, there was just four of us left in the room four of us sat on the floor, so there were three girls and one guy sat in the room and the director, the casting director, was just sat there talking to us and he was telling us all things Princess Cruises. And I was really confused. I was like, does that mean I've got it? And then again, it was like, we'll be in contact. So you never know. You can never just run out and be like, this is it. So my agent said to me, it's basically between these two. So it depends on who gets back to us first or who you feel is right for you when the time comes. So I absolutely loved learning We Will Rock You. I loved it. And the audition was one of my favorite and the fact to perform a Western show at sea. But I was just like, I let it, I, without even knowing, I just let it open to the universe. And I just, just waited to see what would happen. So I was back at home, a normal day for me. I was just off to the gym and I pulled into the car park and I got a call from my agent And I was really nervous. I didn't want to just like jump to conclusions of what it could be. Because she could be telling me there's another audition coming up. Um, And then she just said to me, are you still? Like, are you still? Because I've got something to say. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then she just said, Imogen, princess of called. And they want to offer you a contract. (laughs) Oh my God. I just remember this feeling so much. Like, I honestly thought I was just not even awake I just thought this I am dreaming right now like I've wanted this so badly so so badly and I just couldn't even cope couldn't cope but it was kind of like at the same time I knew this day would come although it was so overwhelming I was terrible to myself in college I had a really really awful mental relationship with myself always saw myself as the worst one I'm sure many dancers go through that and I was just always like I'm the worst I'm never going to get a job there's so many incredible people like ahead of me in a way and I did and I just I just couldn't believe it but I just knew that visualization was going to happen I just knew it so I could have waited to see what Royal Caribbean said but when my agent said So darling, if you accept this ship, you will rehearse in LA and live there for two months and then the ship travels all around Australia. Like, can you even cope? I I honestly was just like, oh my goodness. Not only was it my dream job, but going straight to the two places that were on top of my list that I honestly thought were just in my dreams I just couldn't even believe it it was on my bucket list to go to LA for so long and now I was going to live there live in apartments there and just be in LA for two months and then go around Australia oh my god this was just for me and I accepted it straight away and then I just spent another casual five years at sea I just love ships that much traveling around it was just incredible so that was my first huge manifesting and when I learn more about manifestation and I look back at all the kind of unconscious things I was doing then I was just like wow I fully manifested that I was in that without even knowing it was amazing so what else have I manifested I mean Everything is manifested, you know how I say, but I'm talking like consciously, things that I've actually worked on. So getting into dance college, I fully manifested. I'd never properly danced before, but I just always saw myself in a leotard all day doing ballet. Never done ballet before, but I just always had that picture. My first car manifested. I had a little at 500 oh god it was amazing I would love to say I've manifested my dream relationship but I'm just not quite there yet but don't worry it's on my list so don't worry so on my second to last ship I think it was yeah second to last ship I met the most incredible people and really helped inspire me and see the whole journey of the spiritual life. I learned so much more about manifestation, about inner connection, about meditation and I got even further into this spiritual world and how to really connect inwardly. So our last ship before we finished our final contract, I did everything I could to manifest a dog. So We had a really, really tragic, horrible, horrible accident with my brother's dog. So my brother lives at home, but he's basically like on an annex inside of the house. He lives at home, so he has this dog, and he was a black French bulldog, Eugene. But because he was at home, it felt like everyone's dog. He was amazing. Everyone loved Eugene, and I know everyone says that the dog's amazing, but he really was like an absolute crazy dog, but just so lovely. Brought us so much joy and we lost him when he was two. It was obviously so heartbreaking, like two years old, that's that's nothing. So heartbreaking for my family, so heartbreaking for my brother, and I just, just couldn't cope with that. And I honestly don't know if I'm glad I was away for it or not, because I was away on the ship and I just got a phone call, which is really hard to get on a ship anyway. And I just got a call telling me that we'd lost Eugene and I just, oh God, it was awful. Part of me is glad I was away because I didn't have to deal with it at home, but then part of me was wanting to be home to kind of be there for everyone, um, oh, just awful, but I just couldn't, because this was my last ship, I was like, I'm done with ships, I want to set my life up to come back home and to set my life up at home, be on land, all that kind of stuff, and I just couldn't deal with being home, coming back to our family house and then not being a dog, like, I just can't deal with a dog empty home, I don't know if anyone can. I'm an absolute serious dog lover. I worked in a kennel from the age of about 14 with my best friend growing up. We used to get paid £3.27 an hour. We worked Saturday and Sunday morning, 9 till 12. And then we got our weekend checks, took them to the bank. Honestly, to this day to this day is one of the best jobs I've ever had. We had people's dogs in, where their dogs where they were going on holiday, so we looked after their dogs, had them out in the paddocks. We also had stray dogs in that were so sad, but we really really took care of them and then we had dangerous dogs in that were deemed dangerous when really just their owners that were dangerous. The dogs weren't. The dogs were just fearful and we had them as well that we looked after. It was just incredible. So I just knew that my family needed that. And although we could never replace Eugene, you know, you could never replace something you lost, there's still a hole that I just felt like it was the right time to fill and feel in a different way. I know it was another dog, but, you know, just still feel that hole in a way. I obviously spoke to them about it. And <laughs> even if they just nodded, they were just like, mm, I was like, okay, yeah, uh, that is a yes. That is a yes. I'll take that. And it, I knew it was down to me, it was up to me to go source this dog, to find this dog, to do everything, they just had to say yes. So I was still away on the ship at this point, I was still away, and I kept thinking about this dog. So Eugene was black, we needed different, couldn't have the same dog, couldn't have the same colour at all, so... I kept seeing, like, with French Bulldogs, with all dogs, they tend to create these new colours and all this kind of stuff. And I kept seeing this new colour, and it was the lilac and tan. So their body is lilac, and then they have tan legs and, like, tan eyebrows and tan cheeks. And I was just obsessed. And I sent pictures of my brother, and he was like, yeah, cool. Like, very unenthusiastic, but I just knew. I just knew deep down is what he wanted. So every port day when I got off the ship and I could get like proper internet, because on a ship you just don't have great internet, you're just about WhatsApp. I would go into little cafes, get the internet and I would get all the pictures I could of these dogs. I was obviously always look them up, but I was still on the ship for another two, three months. So there was no point in finding a puppy because we wouldn't, I wouldn't be ready, I wouldn't be home. But I just kept getting pictures of this dog in this colour lilac and tan and I created an album on my phone and I called the album puppy. So I used to call Eugene Puppy, just I don't know why, it just naturally came out puppy. And when we lost him and he died, I couldn't could not say the word puppy. I really couldn't. I couldn't call another dog puppy. But it was like I was ready and I called this album Puppy and I had all these pictures of this Lilac Town puppy and even as a big dog, an adult dog, on my phone. And every day I write a gratitude list, I'm always thankful for certain things and I used to write every day in the present tense, I'm so grateful for our new French Bulldog Puppy. And I would say this every single day. I would look at these pictures and see this puppy. And I just knew it was gonna happen. Even if it took more work from me, I just knew I wouldn't stop until it happened because I knew the end result. I knew the bigger picture. And this is another hint and one of my biggest tips of manifestation. Always see the bigger picture. It's never something that you're trying to manifest in that moment. I wasn't trying to get a dog in that second. You're not trying to get A dream job in that second, in that minute. It's always the bigger picture of what it's going to get you and what it's going to bring you in life. So, that is a huge tip that I'm just going to drop there for you. It is the bigger picture. So, I looked at these pictures, I even named him, I called him Zeus. He's not called Zeus, my brother didn't like the name. I'm definitely going to call a dog Zeus later on in life. But anyway, I still named him and I said, Thank you for this dog Zeus. So, when I got home and I finished that contract, I kept looking at puppies. I was messaging breeders. And don't you worry, my family gave me all the tests. So many times I'm like, no, we're not getting this dog. We're just not getting it. And I just kept on going, even if it meant that we had these little petty arguments because I, again, just knew the bigger picture. I found breeders. The colour was really rare. So it was really like, okay, how am I going to find this? But eventually I found a breeder 40 minutes away I couldn't believe it and he had a famous Frenchie dad this dad was famous because he comes from a really really good line he had a good nose which is really really important for Frenchies if they don't have a good nose then they really struggle to breathe so I went to view this puppy with my dad didn't tell anyone else didn't tell my brother didn't tell my mum went to view him with my dad and he was just oh my god the cutest little thing you could ever see in exactly the color from the pictures and i just sent this puppy picture to my brother and he was just like oh my god and then when i got home and everyone saw all the puppy pictures i took a bit more convincing but then everyone said yes and i paid the deposit it was amazing so we all said before this we would all said we'd split it because we all were living at home at that point and although like really would be for my brother it would be my brother's dog I still wanted everyone to be involved so it was still like our family dog and if we all put the money in there wouldn't be any arguments it would just be everyone's and it would be you know doing it all together so Pay the deposit and then everyone got excited. My brother went out and bought little bits. He bought like a little bed, a dog bowl. So I knew he was happy. He got so excited and buying this little stuff. And it actually brought us so much closer because we always get excited about the puppy. We were always talking puppy things and getting new puppy stuff and where would he sleep and how are we gonna train him and all this kind of stuff. And then we finally went to pick him up with all of us together. And now we have our amazing little puppy, Woody. He's not a puppy anymore. He is, he's actually one and a half. But when everyone asks me what's his name, uh, what's his age, sorry, I always say, oh, he's just turned one. I still see him as a puppy. And he looks exactly like the pictures, that album that I had on my phone back on the ship three months later. Three months before, sorry. So this manifesting, it's knowing what you want, taking an action and never ever stop believing that you have it. never stop that belief so my coaching business i've even manifested i always something innately in me always wanted to be a guide and help people and inspire people i've always had this positive way of seeing life don't know where it's come from but my positivity muscle i always say mindset is a muscle my positivity muscle is now very strong and i've always had this innate feeling of wanting to help people wanting to guide people because i see light in everyone no matter who you are i really really do see your light and if i can help you bring out that light help you break down all the shit that you don't want to deal with and just be the person you want to be have that confidence and do what you want to do. That is honestly what I'm here for. And I have manifested this whole coaching business, creating my own coaching business, working with people, helping people become who they want to be. I have manifested having my own business. So I live by my own rules. I live on my own time. I can do what I want in my day. You know, I was never, ever good at staying in a normal kind of job. Money I've manifested. I've actually manifested thousands of pounds. And you know what? So have you because everything you've manifested, even your paycheck that you know you're gonna get every month, you manifest that every month. I've also manifested debt, I've manifested a lot of debt because I wasn't aware of my money mindset at that time and my relationship with money and it wasn't very good and when you constantly think in lack, you attract lack and that's what I was doing. I was manifesting debt because I had no idea what I was doing. I have done so much work on money mindset now and I'm really really passionate about it and I have manifested all sorts of paychecks, random like money deliveries, honestly I'm going to do a separate podcast on money mindset because I'm really passionate about it and I'm passionate about money mindset because money is not the thing you want, money is the energy and it is energy it is a tool to get the thing you want and if you don't feel like you can have a million pounds 50,000 pounds 500,000 pounds then you don't feel worthy of the energy of a million pounds of 5,000 pounds of 10,000 pounds so why do you not feel that worthy energy why do you not feel in alignment with a million pounds And that is why I feel so strong about money mindset, because I want you to feel worthy of all the money in the world. I want you to stand there and say, yeah, I'm going to make a million. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm going to buy that. Oh, my God. Yeah, of course, I'm going to get that. Because it means that you feel that you are worthy because it's energy. Money is energy and money is not the thing you want money is the tool that will get you the thing you want. And that is why I've done so much work on money mindset. And I really, really can help you get that. Honestly, I'm going to do a whole course on it, everything. So money just amplifies who you are. And if you're a good person, it amplifies that goodness. And I want to help you be happy with money and not be afraid of money because I've been so afraid of money and it's put me in awful situations and then it's just a domino effect for the rest of your life. So if I can help you manifest that money and have a better relationship with the money that you already have, like I'm getting too into it already, I'm 100% gonna do a separate episode on this. So right now, the things I am manifesting, I actually write out every day, this may work for you, it may not. It may not. I used to write it out once and then let it go. And then I, I personally sabotage myself. I mentally subconsciously sabotage myself. So now I write it out every day. I have tried and tested so many different ways, but one huge thing I would say to you is try it all. Everything you hear, everything you read about, try it. Because if you want that thing enough, surely you'll do whatever it takes. There are so many different ways to manifest. But honestly, it is unique to you. Because number one, it depends on your human design, you can go online, look at human design, you can find out what you are, and it will help you. But it's also our subconscious beliefs. So We have different belief systems. We have different subconscious. We are living in a different reality. We are living in a different perception of the world. So I I will give you my guide. But my guide isn't going to always fit you. It might fit you, but it might not fit your friend. Because it depends on your subconscious belief. Some of our subconscious beliefs are similar. Because we've been conditioned in a similar way. Because of school, society, all that kind of stuff. And other beliefs are through what we've experienced in life, things that we've gone through. So it really is about uncovering your subconscious and different ways manifest better depending on different beliefs. So I'm going to now give you my main tips for manifesting, but also this is a guide. These are tips that work for me and they work for me time and time and time again. But again, If you listen to a different podcast, if you read a different book, if you see an Instagram post and it's something completely different, try it all. I have honestly tried it all. And I'm still on the way there. I'm still going. So my number one, which you will see everywhere, is ask for what you want. Know exactly what you want. Be very, very clear and specific on what this is. Don't fluff around the truth. Don't be afraid to say it because if you're scared to say it, if you come from a place of scarcity, then you've already sabotaged the belief that you're actually gonna get it. So when you say it, when you ask for it, really, really, truly deeply feel what that is. And if you get stuck on that point, that's okay. You just gotta work on it. It's a muscle. Say it every day until that belief comes because that's how it's going to come on repetition because you're rewiring your subconscious. The next one is work on how it makes you feel. So when you say it, when you ask for what you want, it will give you an insight into your subconscious. So do you feel excited? Do you feel happy? Do you feel like, yes, oh my God, yes? Or do you feel deep down like, this is a load of shit. I'm never going to get that. I'm never going to get there. What the hell am I doing? Whatever your reaction is, you just have to figure out how that makes you feel. Okay, so these are your fears and your doubts and your beliefs that don't serve you. So what you need to do next is journal. Journal on all the thoughts and the beliefs that go against what you want. Do you want more money? Write out all your money fears. All your fears that you're never going to make any more money than you already do. Is it a relationship? Write out all your relationship fears. Write out everything you've been through in a relationship. Write it all out. Do you want a house? Write out your fears around buying your first house, buying your third house, whatever it is. Do you want a holiday? Write out your fears or write out your blocks of why you can't have that holiday do you want a business? You get the picture, write out your fears, write out your blocks. So your negative thoughts all around that, there are loads of them. You can write them all out. And honestly, when you put pen to paper, things just come out. Honestly, things just start writing, your arm just starts writing for you, it's mental. And then you let them go. Energetically, let them go. And a huge thing that I want to say to you is know that those thoughts don't belong to you. They're not who you are. They're not a part of you. They're just a thought that you have wired into your brain. But by letting them go, it starts to unravel that rewire because you are putting something else in there. Honestly, this is a practice I do over and over again. I would say every other day I write out a forgiveness list and a letting go list every other day and it's a quite a new thing I've done and since I've done it I've manifested so much and it is because I'm energetically letting go of the barriers before I used to get clear on them and know what they were but until I actually forgave them, forgave myself for feeling that way, forgive myself for being bad at a certain situation and forgave other people that may have been there and you let them go, that's when you really change your energy. The next thing is gratitude. Gratitude. Oh my goodness. I sing about gratitude so much because in an instant, in a second, you switch that energy to an amazing positive one. So, with gratitude and manifesting, you have to be grateful that you already have it. See it as already here because the reason for this is because if you are seeing something as in the future, if you were seeing, I want that thing, I want this car, for example, then it's in the future, you're constantly seeing it as not with you, you're constantly, see- no matter how m- much you want it, and no matter how much you work through the beliefs, if you say, I want that car, then it's always going to be away from you, it's never going to be in your reality, it's always away from it, so say Thank you for already having it. Like I did with the French Bulldog. I always said, I'm so grateful for our new French Bulldog puppy all the time. So see it as like you already have it. Show that you're grateful for it already. Because then you're bringing it to you. You're literally bringing it to you. You also, with gratitude, you can't ignore everything you have right now. This is why gratitude is very important to the things you already do have. Because if you ignore what you have right now, what you've already manifested and what you've already brought into your reality, but you expect more, then you're not showing gratitude. You're not showing that good energy. You're ignoring all the good things that are in your life already. So be grateful for what you have around you now and the thing you want. Bring it all to your life. The next one is a big one. Be prepared for the tests that the universe will bring and that will come up from your subconscious mind. Our subconscious is conditioned not to sabotage us but to show us fear, to protect us and this is what these tests come from, this is why we self-sabotage and it's just you know your subconscious is going to say this is fearful, this is scary so it's going to sabotage you but you need to keep going, you need to keep on with the belief The universe is just testing you to know how much do you really want this thing? Your mind is just testing you to know how far are you going to go? Do you really want this? Let's see how far you can really go. You just have to keep going. It shouldn't matter to you when you get it. It really shouldn't matter because if you want it that much, you will wait and you will get it the timing is always right. You know that saying, it always comes in divine timing. The timing is always right. So you have to just allow that timing to tap in. The tests are there to prove that you'll do anything and that you'll be patient for when it will come. Right, the next one I love, I live by, I've mentioned a few times, is the bigger picture belief. Knowing without a doubt that it's yours right the bigger picture you don't want to manifest it in that second you are manifesting for the future what is that future going to bring you what is that new house going to bring you the bigger picture of it what is that manifestation going to bring you the bigger picture belief so when you might get knocked back or a test come and you, for example, my cruise ship auditioned, I got told a no, my bigger picture belief was so strong that I am living on a cruise ship, wearing a cast uniform, then it didn't matter how many no's I got, it didn't matter because I was so far into that illusion that I was already there, I was already in the bigger picture of me on a cruise ship. This is where the subconscious needs work because you are rewiring it and you're stopping that self-sabotage. So this is where things like affirmations, visualizations meditations work by the way I have so many on my website image so many affirmations and meditations that will help you in all different areas so there's all different themes on there so go take a look because they this is honestly what I do every single day so much of the time we spend in our day manifesting but you know what you we don't actually know what you're manifesting you don't really know what you want you're not clear so when you get really really clear really clear and your subconscious goes with that that's when all the magic happens it's amazing the next one is act as if so if it's already here how will it change your life how will it change your life if if you've already got it what are the different things that you need to be doing to start taking those action steps towards that thing If you're, for example, right now, I'm manifesting a car, call me crazy, I don't care, I'm manifesting this car, so this car, I've already got it, you know, I'm acting as if, so I've already got it, so I've gone out and I've bought a key ring, and I've got the key ring, and every time I leave the house, any time I go anywhere, I take the key ring with me, because I'm energetically and consciously doing the action of getting my car keys, I have bought, so Woody can go in the car. I've bought from Pets at Home. It's really cool. They have like a seat that goes on the car because I'll I'll take them so many places. I'll take them on dog walks. So I've bought the seat for the car. I have looked up, I've got quotes for my insurance. So I'm like, that's ready. I've got my road tax sorted. So that's ready. So I've got it all ready. Energetically, it's already here. I've done all the things that I need. So take the action steps to act as if, if you are manifesting a house. You need to fill up a house. So buy things for the house, get things ready. Like this is going to go in the kitchen, this is going to go in the living room, because that means you're so adamant that it's going to happen. Okay, so this is all things manifestation. Examples of things I've manifested and really simple steps. I know I've gone into detail, but simple steps to help you on your manifesting journey. Ultimately, my top tip, my really, really big thing comes from the belief. If you can believe with every part of you that it's meant for you, then it it really is already yours because energetically, spiritually, you are attracting it from the universe. Scientifically, there is something in your brain called the RAS system, the Recticular Activation System. And in this RAS system, when you tell your brain you want something or that you're for example manifesting or when you think of something your brain then deletes distorts and generalizes other information to match that belief so if you constantly think for example I constantly think of a dog my brain my RAS system is going to constantly show me where a dog can appear or open up other um things in my mind's eye to see that would bring the dog to me for example it would click in my mind okay internet you need an internet go get a picture of a dog that is your RAS system so spiritually it works scientifically it works okay so it is the belief and it is the subconscious belief affirmations meditations visualization and just keep at it keep, keep going. There's always a thing that when you, that moment when you find it really, really hard and you feel like you're going to give up, that is the moment that is coming into fruition for you. That is the moment that is coming into your tangible reality. So don't sabotage yourself. I will be doing a workshop later on in the year about my top tips of manifesting, a simple guide that is really, really broken down for you to follow. So make sure you keep checking out my Instagram for that and it'll be later on in the year so come over to at the Imogen method and yeah check out when I'll be launching that thank you so so much for listening please let me know what you thought and if you have any other questions any questions at all come over to my instagram which is at the imager method i'd love to hear stories of things that you might have already manifested or things that you're manifesting right now things that you might need help that you've got this really big manifestation and you need a little bit of help or guidance or something that you've already done let me know i'd love to hear it this is an ongoing journey manifestation it's never an end result we don't like ever reach a final destination, because you always have a new want, a new desire, a new goal, you know, you always have these things, they're constantly growing, because if you've got everything you wanted, like, it's like, that's it, okay, my life's done, there's always the next chapter of your life, your book keeps on going, there's never an end result, So, you know, let's do this together. Let's keep on this journey together. Keep on manifesting more and more, bringing more of these things into our reality and creating the life we really, really want to live. Let me know how you get on. If you take all these steps I've given you, let me know and let's help each other manifest the life that we want to live. As always, I'm going to end this podcast with a power question, okay? But this time, I'm going to let you answer it. So my question for you is, imagine you really could manifest everything you wanted. What would be the first thing on your list? And when you've answered that question, go manifest. Go use this step-by-step guide and go manifest whatever you answered that question with. What would be the first thing on your list? Get rid of all the negative beliefs start seeing yourself as already there, already with it. Thank you so much for listening. This is Imogen on Imagine You. Thank you so much for listening to Imagine You. If you love this episode then please leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to hear what you took away from it and how it inspired you. Subscribe to this channel to hear more and if you're not already, then come follow me on Instagram at The Imaging Method to get even more mindset, manifestation and self-development info. Make sure you let me know your big takeaways and also what you want me to talk about next. Keep your eyes peeled for another Imagine You episode. But until then, I'm sending you love and light.